Hello and welcome to another episode of Executive Talk. I want to welcome those that are here live in our studio audience and also those that are tuning in live. Today's show is titled, Is Business Ownership Right For You? Now, in order to tackle this topic correctly, what we did is we invited Jim, Der Jim Derman, owner and operator of the Entrepreneur Source, here with us today to talk to us a little bit further. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Jim Derman. Let's give him a round of applause. Thanks, Thanks for being here, Jim. Good, real good. Thanks, Thanks for, Thanks for, for having here. me. Yeah, thank yeah. you for being here. <laughs> you bet. Now, I want to make sure that you guys understand, because you know, as an entrepreneur, when you hear, is business ownership right for you? I don't want you to start thinking about that and start internalizing it. In this show, you guys will pick up a lot of nuggets, but what we're actually speaking to specifically are those that are on the fence and that are struggling to make that decision on, should I stay in my job or should I really venture into business ownership? And I think, so give us, is that, would, would that be accurate? Yeah, the entrepreneur source has spent a lot of time researching people who want to be business owners and they found that, we found that 75% of all adults have at one point or another considered being a business owner. Very few of those actually take a step toward business ownership for various reasons, but sure. that's, that's the group that we wanna, wanna talk to, are those that have thought about business ownership and for one reason or another, they've decided not to, but maybe it'd be a good thing to look at. Yeah, okay. So within that decision-making process, I like this, this particular slide especially, is fear versus obstacles. And I'm sure all of us have been through that process at one point or the other. So talk to us about fear and obstacles, because it's very those words sound very similar. Obviously, they mean differently, but what break it down for us so we understand correctly. It's so interesting because we all respond to new challenges differently. Okay. Some of us come into a situation that's new, and we approach it with fear, and we feel like there's we don't want to do it because we're afraid, either because of something we've heard in the past or because of something we've experienced personally. And sure. fear, fear for a lot of people is truly, and we, we use the acronym, false expectations appearing real. Mm, false okay. expectations appearing real, fear. And then obstacles, for some people, they don't see the, the fear. They don't become afraid when they come into a challenge. But what they see are the obstacles, the walls, yeah. That, that might be in their way that, that kind of block them from moving towards something that's, that might be better for them than what they're in today. Absolutely. So with that being said, trust is a huge thing when it comes to making the decision on business it ownership really because you know, what, what comes to my mind is you're, if you're at a W-2 position, you work nine to six, mm -hmm. you have a lunch from 12 to one, you know you're getting paid in two weeks, you know the people are gonna get on your nerves, you know what tax that you yeah. have to do at work. You, you just do. know you your lifestyle, you do. right? Yeah. So leaving that lifestyle to complete unknown, right. is, is, that, is that what you mean? There's, there's a lot of things going on in people's minds. And when you think about trust, there are people that you have to trust to be able to take steps toward business ownership. Okay. And one of those big people you have to trust is yourself. Uh, yeah, right. And as a W-2 employee, like you've said, a lot of people have experienced tremendous success working for companies or uh, helping others out or whatever. They've experienced success, but they, they don't trust themselves to step out and do, the, do it on, the, gotcha. on their own. The, right. other, the other piece that's important is to trust others because yeah. if okay. you go into business for yourself, there's a lot of people that you're gonna have to reach out to and break down some of those obstacles or fears yeah. 
to let them into your life to help you along the way to learn okay. more about what that business might be. And, and trust is kind of the first step yes. in, in getting there, yeah. really. So misconceptions, and I know when you think about business ownership, a lot of people think this idea in my mind, I have to create a huge business out of it, yeah. or I need to get a franchise. Yeah. I don't know which one to get into. So, or is, right. so take us down just a quick trail of some of the misconceptions yeah. out there when it comes to business ownership. There are so many different ways people look at business ownership and a lot of things cloud their perception of what it could be for them. And those things could be anywhere from Uncle Louie or whoever your <laughs> uncle happens to be telling right. you stories about his, his brother back okay. in the day who tried to start his own business and failed miserably. Or we've got friends or other relatives that really reach out to us and talk to us about the, the problems they've run into or the walls that they've hit sure. in, in those situations. A lot of those stories are third hand or fourth hand. Yeah. You know, it's like urban legend, right? It grows, <laughs> grows as time goes by. And so misconceptions could be anything from something small like franchises don't make it because okay. you have to follow all these rules and regulations. Mm. Or maybe that's the reason they do make it. It, it. You know, it could be any of those things. A lot of times we, we talk about crabs in a basket. Okay. And if, if, there's, <laughs> if there's one crab in a basket, <laughs> okay. it can crawl out of that basket pretty easily. But if you add more crabs to that basket, what happens to the crab that's trying to crawl out? He gets pulled back in, right? And so that happens a lot of times when we get all those negative feedback or those misconceptions yeah. thrown at us. So we just stay in the basket. Okay. We stay with the 75% that never steps out of the want to explore business ownership and we just stay in our corporate job or wherever we might be. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So then it seems like the next viable answer to if you're in the fear and obstacles to even make a first move would be identify and minimize the risk to start the exactly. process of comfort it seems like. Is that, would that be accurate? Yes, exactly. And that's, uh, I've found that as people can look at the risks that they see in front of them. If they look at those misconceptions, the fears, whatever they might be that are standing in front of them. Yeah. As people look at those and they identify specifically what they are, then they've got something that they can find answers to. Gotcha. And whether the answers are positive and help them move forward right. or negative and pull them back, at least they're answers. It's breaking down that false evidence appearing real. That's it. It's, it's coming back into what is it truly going to do for me? Gotcha. How is it going to help? And those kinds of things. So minimizing risks, there's so many, so many different areas of risks that are out there. Yeah. So those two, a couple areas specifically that you probably found are major for people are funding and education. So talk to us a little bit about the funding part of it. One of the biggest roadblocks that, that I've found is money. How do I get the money <laughs> right. to start a business? Right. The exciting or interesting thing for people is to think about being a business owner and then all of a sudden the red flag comes up because mm -hmm. how do I get the money? Where does where's that going to come yeah. from? How do I grow my business? One of the things that they run into is if if it takes me six months or 18 months to generate revenue from my business, how do I support myself in that process? Right. So it's it's important to think about funding on the front end and plan for what the needs might be as your business is growing so that you can prepare and minimize the risk around funding. 
and help you be successful in starting up your business, Absolutely. your franchise, whatever it might be. Right. So what about education? Is that education? Because a lot of people try to educate themselves by going to the internet and thinking that's kind of the source mm -hmm. of their information. So talk to us about that education process and how that minimizes, I guess, that yeah. fear that's going on. Right. The, again, what, what I've found is that people who are willing to learn have the opportunity to get beyond a lot of the things that are obstacles for yes. them. And education is a huge piece. So as you identify those risks, you, you write them down on a piece of paper or, or we talk through them together in the interview process, whatever it might be. And as we identify those risks, we start attacking those one by one. Gotcha. And we learn either from the website, and a lot of people <laughs> sure. love to go to the yeah. internet, but it's even more effective to go to other people that are maybe doing the business and learn from them directly about how that business works. Gotcha. Uh, there, there's a lot of tools out there too. There's all kinds of resources on the internet that are related to business ownership that are, that are great gotcha. to use from an educational standpoint from an educational too. Standpoint. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I'm sure a lot of our entrepreneurs, once they decided to go into business for themselves, you guys probably did a lot of research in the process. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So yeah, that is definitely something uh, that every business owner mm -hmm. going into that process does. So exploring- or should the do. They should do. They don't all do it, but they should <laughs> do it. Okay, exactly, right. exactly. Make sure we got that clear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so exploring the right franchise. Um, you know, when I think about exploring the right franchise, it seems like a daunting task right up front because mm -hmm. uh, franchises, you got Domino's, you got Jimmy John's, you got McDonald's, you have so many options out there. I, I, apparently I must be hungry, that's why I picked up <laughs> the food. <laughs> but talk to us about knowing yourself. How does that help find the right franchise? You, you make a great point. There's over 70 industries out there represented in the franchise world mm, and 8,000 wow. different franchises out there to choose from if you're wanting to get into franchising. And so the process is one, it's really helpful for people if, if they look at themselves first. So I know, I know that's a f always the first step is sure. know yourself. What have you done in the past? What's your educational background? What are your skills? What's your skill in the area of marketing and sales? Yeah. And if you have no skill in that area, how would you supplement that if you're a business owner? If you are good at finance and accounting, sure. that's excellent. Uh, is there a business that relates to that? Or is there something in a business that you could do that ties back to that? So knowing your skills, we talked before about trusting yourself. Yeah, right. and that whole idea of the successes you've had in the past, how, do, how can that uh, move forward into being a business owner? Yeah. How does that help you develop your business plan, your business processes, your network, whatever it might be? What are those skills? What are those successes that you've had in the past? And how can that help you grow your business if you choose to go that route? Yeah, that's awesome. And I like how you uh, brought that point up of knowing yourself because for that time period that you've been, that you work for a different company or so on and so forth, you've had the skills of customer service. You have the skills of being on time with deadlines and so on and so forth. So a lot of those skills have been nurtured over time mm -hmm. and you just aren't, are unaware of them. We, we tend to forget our successes. Mm, right. We, most people focus more on their failures than their successes. So to resurrect some of those things is really important for a person to look at what they want to do 
based on what they've done yeah. and how they've been successful. Many people work hours in a project for their company, 80 hours a week, and they finish the project and they've been tremendously successful. And they get a thank you and a, a handshake and then they say, okay, here's the next one, right? <laughs> get yeah, going and get sure. moving. And it's, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, that's, sure. that's the way the world runs, right? Yeah. Uh, for a business owner to look back at that project and look at all the key functional things that they did to be successful in that project can really help them understand, would I be successful as a business owner or not? Yeah, okay. So talk to us and we gotta make sure that we get all this in because this yeah. is phenomenal information. Yeah. So knowing your goals and matching the business, how does a person take from a place of W2 to how do they know what their goals are? Okay. One of the most important things in my opinion is for people who are looking at business ownership to understand what they want to get out of that business. Okay. What, what is it that they want from an income standpoint from that business? And what, what level of income is important to them to achieve? And to, to lay that out on the front end. Another critical goal that people really, I think it's helpful to look at is lifestyle. And yeah. most people today are saying, I would really like to be a business owner because I like flexibility in my schedule. Yeah. I've got kids growing up, so I want to make their ball games. I want to coach the team. I want to yes. help with the music, I want whatever it might be. Or maybe my parents are aging, so I need to be able to run and do something to help them out during Makes that. Sense. So lifestyle is huge. Yeah. Or maybe they want to travel a little bit. So what business is out there that would allow you to travel? Or how could I set up my business so that I could take some time off to travel? So. Uh, goals are, are hugely That's important. Yeah. And then I like, I, I, I think it's also extremely important as people start a business and look at what they want to do with the business to think about what's my exit strategy. So longer yeah, term, yeah. what, what, what's my wealth and equity goal? What do I want to build? Is it, is it a legacy for my kids? Is it a retirement residual income? Is it, what, what is it that would help me yeah. to get to where I want to be. And, and once I understand, you, you mentioned the, the matching piece, once, once we've learned, both of us have learned about what the skills are, what the strengths are, what the gaps are, and then the goals, then, then we start looking at some bus businesses that possibly could help them meet those goals. Gotcha. And that's, that's kind of a match process. Yeah. It's, it's not like dating. Mike's but a little it's hot a date, you know. <laughs> a little hot date with a business. Yeah. You betcha. <laughs> and they, they, uh, the opportunity then is there to explore those and learn more about those businesses that might help them fulfill their goals okay. as they move forward. And so this word discovery sounds very bland, but it sounds like that's the next impactful move uh, within that process. So once you know yourself, once you know your goals, once you match your business, right. and then you're into discovery. So right. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, we talked at, at the beginning about fear, and remember what fear means, or what the acronym stands for? False evidence appearing real. A false evidence appearing real, right? So, you, you got it, you got it. So, the, the whole piece of discovery is to help with that as well. Okay. So, it's, it's a great time for people to learn as much as they can about a business before they ever even think about making a decision about whether or not that business is right for them. I see. And in, in the franchise world, it's, it's a great opportunity to talk to other business owners that are doing what they may want to do. Yeah. And so that discovery process truly is education 
it's learning about the business, it's learning about the money, it's learning about everything that I do in the business. So that's discovery is going back to everything you've learned about yourself, what your goals are, looking at some businesses, and seeing if that match might be right for you. Gotcha. All right, then so now, now this is the exciting part of it because you got your, now that you're in that discovery phase, you can start looking at resources such mm -hmm. as what assessment tools. Is that part of the deeper process of knowing yourself or what kind of assessment tools come with the discovery phase of that? Knowing yourself involves interviewing and I've found that interviewing people really can open up and we can dig deep into what they've done in the past. We mentioned sure. that before and build on that and grow to know more about what they really enjoy doing. So everybody likes something about their current jobs. Sure. Well, I, th I think they do. <laughs> I think they do, sure. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of things they don't like. So drilling down more in the interview process, you, we, we've discovered those things. Gotcha. And then we use an assessment tool, behavioral assessment tool called the DISC profile. And that, that really helps to identify some of the key characteristics of folks mm -hmm. and the people that put together this disc and have studied o over years have have trained me on what what it's all about and it's <laughs> it's fun to go through it with people because it's it helps them understand what they enjoy doing what kinds of relationships they like to have it and and usually it's affirming of what they already know yeah. but it, it helps us to have a good discussion about that so that again uh, points to that whole matching thing and a business that potentially could fit better for who they are and, and what they do. So assessment tools, we do that. We've got questionnaires that help them look at, yeah. at all their backgrounds. We've got um, some templates they can use from a business planning and those kinds of things too. Sure, that's awesome. So you know, we're gonna uh, tie it up with this one. Business owners themselves, are you telling me that business owners are willing to share information about their journey within their franchise? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, I've, it's, it's surprising. It sounds very surprising. It is, yes. it's surprising, both in my businesses and, and in other people's businesses and in the franchise world in, in particular, people who are out there doing that franchise are very willing to talk to potential franchisees. Wow. And they're that's willing to tell them about their successes and how they got there and that's, um, the, as, as people learn from those that are doing it, yeah. it's, it's just a great opportunity because they will a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times they'll open up and, and share the financials with them. So you get a good understanding of how they've gotten there. It's a good chance for the, the person who's thinking about being a, a business owner yeah. to compare their skill set with the current owner ah, too. That's true. So yes. during their conversations, they can say, well, I've, I've got similar skills or I'm very dissimilar and the, the opportunity for them to learn about themselves and about the business and the fit yes. grows, continues to grow in that, that process. That's a big deal. So obviously everything that you said is spot on. I wanna thank you for all that information that's valuable. So, but tie us in with one final thought. What do people need to know in this process as they're sitting there, they've been considering it over and over again it, they wake up in the middle of the night with this thought of, man, should I open up a business? Well, what is that final thought for them that, to, to, that you need to leave them with? 75% of adults have thought about being a business owner, right? Yes. And, well, 
I said it before, you, it and you so believe it, man. Guys, that's great. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's that's a huge number of people that you pass on the street every day, and and some of you have thought that and have taken action on that. Some of the people in in on the internet watching or on TV watching, most of you have thought this is something I'd like to do, yeah. but have never taken action on that. I think the the best thing for people to do is to take a step to take a step and remember that you can learn and you can uh, as you learn you you start putting aside some of those fears or obstacles yeah. or you see that they're real either way the learning process is great you can step out there and you step towards something you learn about it and and there's really no risk yeah it's just learning okay it's just learning how about that huh? that's it yeah. <laughs> thank you guys i wanted to make sure that you guys are really taking that information and Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to invite a couple of people to the mic over here, and we're going to start with uh, Tim and with Accelerated Science and Graphics. So let's welcome Tim. <laughs> Tim, thank you again for being here on Executive Talk and uh, being here with us today. Obviously, you went through the process, so give us a little 30-second uh, about your business and what you do. And also, the other 30 seconds, tell us about your journey in that process up until the point you made it, you decided to make the the leap. Great. Yeah, so I'm the owner of Accelerated Signs and Graphics. After about a 25-year corporate career, decided to do that. We're a sign company. We're focused on business uh, to business, okay. more so than retail. We, of course, can do anything. We're not technically a franchise, but have an affiliation of about 300 companies wow. um, nationwide okay. that we can provide any type of interior, exterior signage, um, literally from the smallest, you know, little a sign on a bathroom door to large outdoor lit channel lettering that you'd like a McDonald's sign. Sure. Um, so that's that's what we're doing. We opened about three weeks ago, so awesome. brand new, <laughs> um, but uh, really enjoying it. So, so what is, what's your journey up until that point of? Yeah, so I, again, I had about a 25 year corporate career. I um, was the CFO of a number of companies um, and was transitioning out of a position last year and I updated my LinkedIn page and Jim contacted me out of the blue. Yeah. Um, I was actually very skeptical when he contacted me because sure. I really didn't know what the, you know, he said it wasn't gonna cost me anything and I, <laughs> it sounds too good to be true. So um, we met a few times and um, it went through the process that Jim described about kind of investigating what I wanted to do and uh, ultimately made the decision, you know, Jim provided me with the selection of about five companies wow. and um, which is a little more than I think usual but I was because I was pushing him <laughs> and, and, and I picked uh, picked uh, I'm a I'm a owner with a company called sign world is the parent company gotcha. but, so okay thank yeah. you very much thank you Congratulations. and we have one more Lynette McNary let's uh, welcome her to the microphone and also her husband Mike so again, uh, thank you for being here at Executive mm -hmm. Talk. Just thank tell you. us a little bit about your journey as far as what you guys do for about 30 seconds and then other 30 seconds, your journey and some of the things you went through on this on the journey. Sure, well, I'm Lynette, this is Mike, and we can fix that. So <laughs> <laughs> We're an interior repair and restoration company. And um, we started out uh, actually just the first of the year. Um, okay. And so uh, we do anything from leather, fabric, vinyl, hard plastic, um, all interior repairs on automobiles, furniture, boats, mm. um, 
Anything. Yeah, RVs, anything ATVs. that you have. <laughs> <laughs> you got the backup. Yeah. <laughs> you got the right. <laughs> yeah. So what about your yeah. journey to uh, business ownership? Was it a little scary for you? Um, well, that's kind of a tough question only because um, my introduction to Jim was um, we were in a networking group. My husband owned his own automotive shop. Okay. And, um, and I thought, yes, I want to do something on my own and something that we can do together versus nice. him doing his thing and me doing my thing. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've we already gone down the path of business ownership and um, I, I have always been interested in franchises and so Jim showed me a couple, four different franchises to look at. Um, it was kind of interesting because I did say to him, I want out of the automotive world. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. No, you did. Yeah. So, so the more I started researching and looking with Jim's help into this business and setting up our goals and, and what I wanted, the more I was looking at this business going, yeah, this is right in line with everything that was on the goal sheet that Jim helped me with. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's been That's great. Awesome. <laughs> well, congratulations yeah. on business ownership and your business. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. I want you guys to, I want to leave us off with this particular statement. What would life be like? What would life be like? You know, there's a lot of people that are, again, are currently business owners, and there's a lot of people that are sitting on the fence when it comes to business ownership. And what would life be like? For business owners that have been in business for maybe a year or two, there's no way, I can ask every last one of them, and they would say, I would never go back to working a job again. Correct. You just, some, something happens to you that you just get sold out, and you start understanding yourself, you start believing yourself, and something happens to you mentally that you've never seen before. But what would life be like if you knew yourself on a different level of how much can you do? And that's what business ownership really introduces. It introduces a level of trust in you that you didn't know existed. And a level of enthusiasm, happiness, excitement, mm -hmm. all those things that you've probably been blocking for all these years. So I want you to really take, a, take everything that Jim was talking about, take what you heard from Tim and Lynette and Mike and just really think about it. What would life be like? and discover that. Is it worth the phone call? Is it worth the email? Is it worth the next step of your life? Do you, do you wanna have that bucket list and check it off? And at, at the very least, if it didn't work out, at least you have it settled. Mm -hmm. But don't go with that unsettling feeling day after day, because it, it would just stay there. So without, with that being said, I want you guys to uh, follow us on our conversations here on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and also LinkedIn for future updates of shows that are coming on. But most importantly, thank you so much, for Jim, for your information today. Thank you for watching online. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you. But Jim and I, we have to get back to work. Have a great day. Thanks, Thank you. Guys. Thank you.